This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. The sports gambling podcast that, to the great dismay of many, especially myself, is, is now a sex podcast. Is that right, Rain Man? It's a sex podcast. Crypto or sex, what makes you hornier? Be honest. Depends on the price of Bitcoin at the given yeah, yeah, yeah. time. I said be honest. That was honest. And Capper, are you in this? Uh, are you on this pivot? Or are we? Ju- should we just keep throwing darts at spreads? Um, yeah, we're gonna go down. We're gonna go down firing. However, however it takes, whatever it takes, we're gonna do it. Incredible. You love to see it. You're smoking. Rain, rain man's drinking. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. All right, this is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, and uh, very fortunately, the we're not going full hog on sex just yet, uh, just not enough to talk about, so we're going to do fictional coaches instead. We're doing a fufflin' with the fellas. Fufflin' with the fellas! Uh, we haven't fuffled in a bit. You guys excited fufflin'. to fuffle a bit? Fuffle, fuffle, fuffle. Uh, <laughs> this uh format we're doing a little bit different uh fufflin if you're familiar it is uh little kerfuffle the with popular... the crew yeah cr- i mean that's a different brand uh <laughs> we're uh going to talk basically through just really really dumb topics uh until we decide what the ultimate winner is we each submitted our own uh brackets uh we're doing eight person brackets of our favorite fictional coaches um and uh, it was a pretty, it was pretty tight. Surprisingly, there was some overlap. I think uh, to for clarity, we we classify fictional coaches as uh, both coaches uh, that are tri- strictly fictional characters in TV and movies, but also uh, people who played a real life coach uh, in a dramatic reenactment. Since those things are you know punched up and, and barely real anyway. Uh, so we allowed real people uh, just dramatic portrayals. Uh, I guess uh, off the top, I'm curious. Uh, did either of you struggle at all with your brackets, or was it pretty easy? A pretty easy decision. I had around nine or ten that I wanted to include, but not the biggest struggle. I think there was a pretty clear top tier here. You'll see that. And I think the listeners will agree. You're you're on the same page, uh, Capper. No, I struggled because I'm too stupid to understand the rules. Um, I didn't include anyone yeah that's true i didn't include anyone that was based on a real life person which is a huge yeah. oversight in this type of bracket that's uh com- well fortunately so that this might change is, uh, it might change what how i feel actually listening to the well, ranking thank breakdowns. goodness this th- this is a discussion uh surrounding movies and not reading otherwise it just we wouldn't we wouldn't <laughs> have much to do here but uh here we are. We do have our list. So I figured to start, I'm going to go through uh, the honorable mentions. These are uh, the coaches that just missed uh, the top eight bracket. Um, and, and we're going to go with uh, first uh, four out. Um, 
And and I'm curious, like first I'm four out, uh, any of these names jump out. We have the uh, Norman Dale in Hoosiers, uh, Coach Klein in Waterboy, Jackie Moon in Semi Pro, and Tony D'Amato uh, from Any Given wow. Sunday, played by uh, Al Pacino. Uh, <sighs> Tony the missed first out. Four out. Any of these. Uh, Tony, Tony, I, I think there are two also, heavy hitters here who deserve to be in the bracket potentially. I mean, Tony D'Amato, he, he's got the most overrated speech in movie history. I didn't have him in my top eight. Kind of glad he didn't get there. Uh, Semi pro Jackie Moon this is, definitely deserves a nod. Not only was he a coach, he was one of the best players on the team. Got that team to success. <laughs> a player's coach, a true, a true teammate, Dude, a true locker room guy. You didn't watch the movie. He should have been in there. Semi, yeah, the semi pro, semi pro is not good. It's fine. Uh, well, no, the I'm movie's terrible. But like, if you're looking at the merits of Jackie Moon as a coach and a player, I think he's up there. Any given Sunday is like, uh, whatever. It's fine. I'll watch it if it's just like on. But I mean, the the scene where it's like, okay, football is a very physical and graphic sport. You don't need to show someone getting their eyeball ripped out in order to communicate that. It's pretty. It's basically made with a huge mallet, in my opinion. Well, uh, speaking of sex pod, it is a game of inches. Uh, I will <laughs> openly say Hoosiers, Hoosiers sucks. I hate that movie. And Coach Klein and Waterboy totally deserve to make the top eight. I love Coach Klein. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Henry, Henry Winkler, the goat. I mean, he had, he had some brain issues, right? Where, I mean, his coaching premise, his peak. I believe it's, uh, I believe it's mental health, yeah. brain issues. <laughs> Objectively a terrible coach. <laughs> You didn't have a tumor, but well, it was all uh, that in would there. be a different It was slant. all in there one day. Uh, we didn't get to see that in the movie, so it's tough to judge him on that body of work. Uh, I did... Uh, Transcendent I I defensive player on his team. We, let, and then we're going to go to the very last four out. These are the ones that barely missed the cut. Uh, and we have Jimmy McGinty in The Replacements, uh, Michael Jordan in Space Jam, Danny wow. O'Shea in Little Giants, Ugh. And, and the one I really wanted in there, Patches O'Houlihan in Dodgeball. Patches O'Houlihan, line for line, one of the best movie coaches ever. And if you disagree, you are about as useful as a poopy-flavored lollipop. I mean, uh, Jimmy McGinty, think about what he did on the field to those boys. Got a bunch of scabs, molded them into men, and then went out there and won the cup. The cup? What? I mean, what were they <laughs> playing for? Was it the NFL in that movie? They didn't have the rights. No, no one really knows because it was a stupid fucking movie and he was just recreating his Hoosiers character, which itself was a bad movie. So, no, does, whatever. It was Gene Hackman, GTFO. yeah. Well, Patches O'Houlihan, <laughs> obviously one of the greatest lines in coaching history. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? He didn't actually coach, though. He did nothing to prepare that team for any of their dodgeball tournaments or... <laughs> The uh, wrenches are also smaller than Turn balls, them so into winners. something bigger. I will say the biggest snub out of these first four out is Danny O'Shea to me, who created one of the greatest plays in football history to push the little giants over the top, the Statue of Liberty. Incredible. It's the annexation of Puerto call. Rico, you it, fucking psychopath. Well, of course it was, but it was, a variation, of it was it a variation of the Statue of Liberty. It was a variation of the Statue of Liberty. What's the coach in it, Boise The variation matters, Cap. It was a variation. It's it's an original Statue of Liberty play. It's, Everyone knows it's called the annexation of Puerto Rico. You're trying to cover up this embarrassing oversight. <laughs> I, I'm not. It is. It's a Statue of Liberty play titled I'm actually, the annexation uh, of Puerto Rico. 
Changing gears here a bit, I'm actually fine with Michael Jordan not making it. Obviously, you know, they saved the world and whatnot, but I think he only called one play in the entire movie. So, yeah, the team was stacked with talent, but not the best coaching job. And the one play he called, like, he what? He put Newman in and he got him flattened to a pancake and he farted all over the screen? Disgraceful. Yeah, you can't you can't draw that up. That wasn't drawn up. That but was that was lot. like a big pick-me-up. I don't know that it was. <laughs> the secret sauce move, though, eh. That's kind of legendary. That was a good move. That was a good. That I have was a, a question. Maybe he's a good for, locker room guy. I have a question for both of you, and it's: uh, Is it necessary that I drink my own urine? No, but I do it anyway because it's <laughs> sterile and I like the taste. What is that from again? Which one is and that? That's patches of patches of Hoolahan. That's Dad's history, brother. Yeah. Well, how many games? You can line. tell he wasn't on my list. How many games does Danny O'Shea have if he doesn't have the icebox, though? That's the issue here. I got to say, especially with, like, the given the right, I mean, the icebox, I guess they should have respected cheerleading more as a sport. The fact that cheerleading is kind of thrown away is a pretty simplified message, in my opinion. Although she was a baller fullback, but given the fact that you probably have a decent or even chance at CTE, I'm glad if doing cheerleading, uh, I'm glad I'm glad she did stick with football. And, and on that note, uh, shout out to Monica Aldama, who obviously was not able or eligible for this bracket as she's a real-life person in the documentary Cheer, but hell of a coach. Let's just go ahead and check. All right. We are uh, ready for uh, our... Uh, we are ready for the actual main event, okay, boys? Uh, and let's just start with uh, round one, which is a matchup of two titans. Uh, we have the number one overall seed, Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Sharpie. Against, of course, Miracle Herb Brooks. Herb Brooks. One of the best, I mean, an, an incredible, an incredible speech. All my One of my best sports movie speech, in my opinion. I mean, you love Herb Brooks. There's no better motivator than turning a team against yourself. That That is true self-sacrifice, but Eric Taylor, I mean, come on. Okay, why? I will ask why well, Eric Taylor. I want to – Well, you're going to say – You can take it. You both, had, you both had Eric Taylor high on your list. Um, Herb Brooks would tell you that the Russians would win that hockey game nine out of ten times. They just happened to do it once. Is that a good coach? No, a good coach would have his team prepared to win that game nine out of ten times. Exactly. Not just well, one well said, out of Gabber. ten times. And Eric Taylor yeah, won state like championship. Lucky. He won a state championship at two different spots without his best player at one of those spots. Went to a school that had never won a state championship, won it, retired. He's in the sunset. He's got a hot daughter. It's great. Have you considered have you considered the eligibility issues for Tim Riggins playing sixteen seasons <laughs> uh, of high school football? I one, he got in trouble with Voodoo Tatum too. Eric, Coach Eric Taylor, I guess here's what I'll say. Okay, Eric Taylor, he, he is he a great coach given the fact that he produced Julie, a terrible just a terrible person, worst part of the show. And I being think being a coach Julie and being a father are two different jobs. Is a huge mark. <laughs> Think about what he did to Matt Saracen. Okay, I uh, I personally like Herb Brooks beating the Russians much more impressive than fucking winning a, high, a state championship at the school where you. That's an accomplishment. That's not a coaching job. It's he about told, molding young kids into men. He told you himself that it wasn't possible in the movie. In this speech, he told you it's not going to happen. Just it just happened to happen. Sorry. <laughs> 
You just think the puck bounced around a few times. He stumbled across a $20 bill. He had a hot goalie. That's the key to winning any hockey game. (laughs) I love this take. Uh, This is a more of like miracle on ice over who cares. It wasn't a miracle. He had a hot goalie. (laughs) <laughs> a hot goalie is a miracle. Hot was, goalie. It was like Nikolai in the 1980 hockey team. It was like Nikolai Hobby Bullen in there. I guess that's a terrible <laughs> example. It's a Russian goalie, but <laughs> the Bullen wall. Okay, you know what? You guys both pick Eric Taylor. We have to Yo, move on. Her Eric Taylor play, advance. Buddy. Um, uh, we have the next round. Our our four versus. Five I think it was a, this is before you go. I think it was a red shirt year. It, Riggins was a red shirt year when he was in Mexico. By the way. He, <laughs> Uh, our next matchup, we have a 4-5 matchup, uh, very spicy here. Two completely differing styles. We have Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid as the four seed against Lou Brown from Major League. Uh, oh. the mo- uh, an iconic managing performance. Uh, I guess, Raymond, where do you lean here? Oh, <laughs> man, that's tough. I, I gotta go Lou two- Brown. I gotta go Lou Brown. Imagine keeping Charlie Sheen under control and still getting some, getting, squeezing a little talent out of him. Uh, that's impressive. You can't do that anymore. So I gotta go Lou Brown. Well, he's, he, <laughs> the, is, uh... he, he was able to squeeze talent out of Charlie Sheen with steroids. Well, yeah, but that's I mean, part of the game. Steroids. Remember era. when we had to care about. Remember when we had to care about Charlie Sheen? That was fucking exhausting. Wow, damn. Uh, like, if Charlie Sheen would do something, and then he'd appear on, like, fucking 60 Minutes because of it? What a, like... Yeah, that was a weird of, couple a, of years. What a soft-ass country. And, it, well, I guess that's a long way of saying... Uh, I think I'm going Miyagi here. Miyagi represented an entire archetype. And also, Cobra Kai, I'm not sure if you've watched. It has no reason to be good. Uh, incredibly watchable show. <laughs> I have a confession to make. I've never seen anything in that universe. I just never cared. You've never seen never anything? Never seen Karate Kid. Never, never seen, seen anything in the Karate Kid universe? Never seen Cobra Kai. I just don't care. I'm sorry. Um. I don't care. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would have laughed before if you said Karate Kid universe, but anyone who has watched Cobra Kai knows that they stretch that IP so incredibly far within that movie. They bring back an actor from fucking Karate Kid 6, uh back in mongolia just a side actor that we're all supposed to remember they come back in cobra kai it's incredible writing uh that miyagi has my vote capper you break the tie here i um i love lou brown what he did with the cleveland indian players where the guys are reading the newspaper before the season starts they say who the fuck is this guy they don't even know who's on the team but then 20 years down the road, the realization comes out that these players were actually on steroids. They were actually juicing every single day. They were winning the pennant with performance-enhancing drugs. Mr. Miyagi was unorthodox. He gave the wax-on, wax-off speech. He had Daniel catching, Daniel San catching the flies you know, I've with chopsticks. You never YouTube that speech. It's, um, I've just heard people recreate it. I have no idea how it actually goes. Danielson had no business beating anybody from Cobra Kai in a, in a karate Danielson match. was Danielson was prepubescent. He was a real bitch. Wait, he, he had, had no son in that turn one. He, he had talent, this, this obviously. This terrible. Can you, can you let the fucking adults talk here? We're talking Karate Kid, buddy. Just back off. Not your, I, I guess, Capper, it's tough, but you got to give me a pick. It's Mr. Miyagi for me. Oh, I love that. I mean, it's it doesn't Mr. matter I love because that. Eric Taylor is going to beat him in the next God, round. I love so. Lou Brown. The the poster with the owner naked. I mean, 
That's iconic. honestly the if this was strictly uh if this was strictly a bracket of something we should have done because it's more specific, but best coach voices, Lou Brown would be the number one overall seed. <laughs> yes. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. That guy sounds like a, he could. I don't know what other role he could potentially play. Basically, aside I'm like perfect from like for Cleveland too. And like late night diner owner. <laughs> um, Dude loves some short okay, stacks. Yeah, next, we got yeah. He's just like a short order cook, I guess. But we got uh, this is a this is a tough matchup because it's my first it's my first overall seed, but it's against another heavy hitter. We got the number three seed, Jimmy Duggan from a league of their own. Jimmy Dugan. It's Jimmy Dugan um, against yeah, the Dugan. sixth seed. Irv Blitzer from Cool Runnings, uh, who, oh. who I'm just wild about. That, That's a good uh, one. I'm just going to say I'll speak on behalf of Irv because it was my first overall spe- uh, seed. Cool Runnings is a fucking delightful-ass movie, and the way that John Candy plays this grizzled old man acting off of these just like really funny ass jamaican dudes just never gets old the villains being just these like tight ass swiss dudes there's some real weird there's some like that movie's fucking great and also he taught those jamaicans how to bobsled that's incredible okay and i'm gonna fight you before you bring it up yes they did crash but they finished they finished the race (laughs) relevant (laughs) they didn't win they didn't win anything incredible slow clap i know we were still giving out participation trophies but uh, we are for Jamaicans did, and bobsled. If if you were in a league of your own, did you actually win the league? Because it was your own from the beginning. <laughs> that's not what that. That's not why that. What? That's not why that's the name of the film. <laughs> so well, obviously, I will say it's because they're winning. Their own, obviously, World War II heroes. Uh, they stepped up to bat, literally and metaphorically, when there was no one else to play baseball. Also. No crying in baseball, one of the best sports movie quotes of all time. It is true. So we have Jimmy to thank for that. I do like John Candy a lot. I'm finding myself surprisingly torn. <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. Oh, I, yeah, well, uh, obviously, um, taking a Jamaican bobsled team to Canada for the Olympics, the Winter Olympics at that, when they're sprinters, they've never even seen a bobsled in their life. Psycho man, what's the smoking? I'm not smoking. I'm breathing. The coaching job of the century, maybe of the millennium, <laughs> to get these guys even on the track with a bobsled was maybe you know the most incredible coaching feat of all time. Maybe my my favorite. Uh, in like I guess like the one thing I loved about like there were so many great moments in that movie. Uh, the one movie where they're the one like montage where they're trying to ask for him to become the coach and they like surprise him and like scare the shit out of him. That's really funny. And then just like when that bald black guy introduces himself and his name is Yul Brenna. Uh, I'm, I'm never, I'm never, I literally didn't know that Yul Brenner was like another person growing up. I thought that was the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to change gears here. I'm actually voting a league of their own because uh, Jimmy Dugan actually Uh, had to coach Madonna Ew. Who can coach Madonna? That's just impressive. So I'm, I'm going there. <laughs> well, that was pre Kabbalah. That was pre before she found Jewish mysticism. That is correct. 
You also got Rosie there. Uh, and she's, yeah, uh, she's a lot got, too. You got Gina you got Davis. A lot of, you got some you got real lots heady. Of, Gina and Cusack. Yeah, that's uh, a forgotten Cusack. Mar- Marla, Marla Hooch. That's a tough Hooch. locker room to keep together. Dude, yeah, and he did Marla it, Hooch. So I'm going to League of Their Own. I'm I don't care. Dude. I don't care who else they're paying a hundred million dollars. Mar- Marla Hooch hits uh, number two in the Yankees lineup every day this year. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking day. Okay, guys, it's it's close, but we have plenty to get to, and I think we're just going to move ahead with... Uh, it's tough, but we're going to move ahead with uh, Jimmy Dugan. Really tough fight there. Uh, this next one, another really tough one. Another two more very deferring styles. We have the number two seed, Chubbs from Happy Gilmore, yes. <laughs> played by Carl Weathers, and against the number seven seed, Gordon Bombay. Oh. Gordon Bombay. I guess I'll ask: Is it are any of you taking Gordon Bombay here? Or I was are you going tempted? to Ugh. until Capper made the hot goalie comment. And I think basically it all comes down to Goldberg being a hot goalie. So no, the Goldberg and the Bass Brothers hit the knuckle puck. Man, it was the cat. He, got, he had a oh the cat. You're right. Well, first movie was a cat. It was. Yeah, maybe. Goldberg had a lot better luck against hockey pucks than he did against meth. We've all seen the photo. I'm, I think he cleaned himself up, though, which is <laughs> I thank, love, thank, thank I God. Love that, I love that uh, we're going to go hot goalie here when the, all those game finals were like 6-5. Uh, counterpoint, <laughs> counterpoint. Counterpoint. They played they Iceland. Like, they literally, this was some, yeah, this is, that's some bullshit. They keep playing. Uh, Iceland fucking sucks. What? Why did they keep telling? Is Disney that insulting to our intelligence that they have to be like, a real country just because they have ice in the name that's the bad guy i think it's because they didn't want to upset the russian market this one's um, the cold war was just ending this one's interesting because it's the two men on this list who had no interest in coaching at all um they didn't want to be doing it they had complete indifference to coaching gordon bombay basically it was like a what a charity act that he had to coach uh, and Chubbs he had a Dewey was, or something. Yeah, Chubbs was given <laughs> lessons where he just sat on a chair reading magazines, trying to teach people how to golf. Where he just stumbled uh, upon this great, prestigious golfer, uh, Happy Gilmore. But I also like the parallels where they're it's hockey play. They're both coaching hockey players. Whoa! But I will say, coaching hockey players to play hockey is way easier than coaching a hockey player to play golf. That's a point for Chubbs. That's a big point for I'm Chubbs. Going ch- I'm, I'm going to just Also didn't have a here. hand. Ch- Move on, I'm Chubbs. Picking Chubbs. <laughs> I'm picking Chubbs as well, just because of the story when he tells about the alligator getting his eye. Tournament down in Florida. I hooked my ball in the rough down by the lake. Damn, the alligator just popped up. Cut me down in my prime. He got me. But I tore one of that bastard's eyes out, though. Look at that. <laughs> You're pretty sick, Chubbs. <laughs> When he pulls the eye out. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Rest uh, in peace. Rest yeah, in got, peace, Chubbs. <laughs> rest in power, Chubbs. Uh, you're going on into the next round. Um, next we got... So now we're in the second round, and it's real tough here. We have... Uh, let's go to the first semis. We got uh, Coach Taylor against Lou Brown. Uh, real tough I thought Mr. Here. Miyagi won. Mr. Miyagi no. made it. No, no. Thanks for keeping Miyagi. me honest. <laughs> He's out. Let's get this cleaned up. <laughs> we're running a, we're running a tight <laughs> ship here. I, yeah, I, 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 I was just thinking about I was thinking about the, the alligator singer chubs, but also the one where he has the mangled hand. 
Well, he glued together his uh, wood hand for him. He's just like he's poking him. With so, if the, you'd be yeah. interested in producing the BYBW podcast, it's uh, hit us up on our social media accounts: Coach, BYBW Coach podcast versus... on Instagram and on Twitter. All right, shut up, lack of sex guy. We got Coach Taylor versus Mr. Miyagi. Uh, who, who who's gonna? I guess we'll we'll start out. I uh, I'm gonna go Mr. Miyagi here. What offense did Coach Taylor run? Uh, well, he got Jason Coach Street. Taylor. You watch five seasons of the show. What what offense did Coach Taylor run? He he turned Jason Street into a into a completely broken man in a terrible spot into a sports agent. That's really cool. Who without a college degree? No, That's very he, impressive. So, Coach he Taylor was not broken in emotionally. He was broken physically. He literally was paralyzed. Uh, both. He was pretty broken emotionally too. Were yeah. we watching different shows? <laughs> I, so basically, what did uh, Coach maybe. Taylor do particularly well? Like he was nice to Matt Saracen, but point me to like I will, a coaching decision he made that you that you really liked. Well, this series. one this one's like behind the scenes type coaching move, but he he got Landry off of murder charges. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The, he rescued Landry like, from like just not playing sports at all, and also murdering someone to becoming a good high so school football player. This is just. An entire side pitch. I think we're going to have to do our own web series of season 2.5 of Friday Night Lights. This is just about Coach Taylor becoming a lawyer and defending Landry against his murder charges that everyone forgets. And also, uh, they find out what happened to Santiago. What happened to Santiago? What happened to Santiago? Um, Opportunity okay, does not so- knock. It presents itself when you beat down the door. Coach Eric Taylor. That that quote fucking sucks. You I'm voting that? for Mr. Miyagi. You're not quitting Mr. the team. Me- I'm not going to let you quit. I know you, Coach Eric Taylor. Like, look at this. This is idiocy. Mr. Miyagi <laughs> spoke in, like, strong metaphors we still remember. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Hey, wax on, hat. Wax off, hat. Concentrate. Look in my eye. Lock a hand. Thumb inside. Wax on, hat. And no wax one knows off, that hat. Coach Taylor quote. Like, uh, oh, I, this is a great I got quote. Mr. You're what makes guys like me want to coach. Coach Eric Taylor. <laughs> uh, I got Mr. Miyagi here. It seems like Rain Man is on Coach Taylor. Capper. I, there's no way the I can vote for here? Mr. Miyagi. I don't, I haven't seen the I, movie. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think you have to split it up by what moment made you feel the best and Danielson winning against Cobra Kai at the end of Karate Kid 1. Incredible moment. But Eric Taylor winning his first state championship with the Dillon Panthers. Euphoric. One of the greatest moments in television history. It's over. It's what was done the score? What was the, what was the score? What happened in the game? 26-25. They won at the last second. Right. Don't just stand yeah. by oh, and watch it happen. they won at the last second. I bet they won. It was I, a Hail I, Mary uh, from Saracen. It wasn't really a Hail Mary. Goodness. It was like 25 yards. But that was a Hail Mary for that's him. That's pretty, pretty far for an art student noodle arm. That's, uh, right. that's the best they could do it's at that good, Texas high school. Like it's a there pretty good throw other. for a shrimp. All right. We got Coach Taylor is advancing to the finals here. Poor Mr. Uh, Miyagi. Good he for deserved him. better. And on, the other, and on the other end, we have... Uh, these are two. This is a great matchup, and I think might be the best matchup so far. We have uh, Chubbs against uh, Jimmy Dugan in a semifinals matchup. Very different uh, coaches. I need to think about it. No, you don't. I guess no, I will. Don't. 
So I will say for Jimmy Dugan, this movie is so fucking funny. A Penny Marshall classic, uh, rest in peace, uh... Jimmy Dugan literally has a scene where he comes into the locker room all fucked up and audibly pisses for an insane length of time while making orgasm noises. Nice piece of coaching, Jimmy. I especially like that move in the fifth inning when you scratched your balls for an hour. Well, anything worth doing is worth doing right. And I guess so, if your metric for a great coach is the growth that that actual coach experiences himself throughout a film, he by far wins because he's just jumping over the lowest bar ever. Just by not being fucking drunk at the game. I, I got Jimmy Dugan. I think I got to go Jimmy Dugan here. I, it's incredible how well uh, A League of Their Own holds up. It's such a good movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What, what do you got for it's me? It's a no. Give me Chubbs. It's a no. Chubbs is transcendent in his role. Carl Weathers. Um he took Happy to the putt-putt range because Happy could obviously drive it 400 yards, but he couldn't putt for shit. And when you but talk this about, happened like pretty late. No, and, and that, Happy was bad for a long time. But it happened. It happened. and It had to happen <laughs> because that's what good coaches do. They do the necessary things to make their players great. They don't skip corners. They don't, you know, dance around what they need to do. They just get it done. And what Happy needed more than anything was to go to the putting range the putt putt and figure out how to putt because you know what you drive for show you this putt is, for you dough. have nothing you have no, you have nothing else to say about chubbs you just are gonna vote for chubbs but it's fine I'm Rain man what do we got <laughs> i, know yeah, you're I think i think jimmy dugan had to overcome a lot more adversity uh, we all know that how the peaches did in that season qualifying for say, the world series their star player finds out her <laughs> husband was killed I in will action say. in world war i, I love the idea i will say and they still go out and win the game I will say you're talking about like an auxiliary person being killed, but Chubbs's hand was literally killed <laughs> by a gator. Well, I love more that Red Man's talking about. Okay, Jimmy Dugan, an all-time great white dude coaching in a women's sport, overcame more adversity than Chubbs. Like, come on, buddy. Like, you talk. That is. That is an all-time line. Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah, what happened? They wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh, my God. Damn yeah. alligator bit my hand Damn. off. <laughs> it's perfect, though. That's I mean, that's what Chubbs had to overcome. He not only had to overcome it, he only had to not only had to overcome it playing golf, but he had to overcome it being a golf coach, coaching a man who had no business playing professional golf to winning the Waterbury Open, yeah. to winning the gold jacket, not a green jacket. Who gives a shit? He did it, Chubbs. I wanna, I wanna, it like I do kind of want to advance Chubbs just because I want to make Rain Man talk about him some more, but. <laughs> My vote goes to Jimmy you know, here. Tay Leone was in, my, in the League of Their Own too. And Bill Pullman, the president. My, of the my, uh, John Lovett. John Lovett. Uh, and I got to go. Jimmy Dugan is advancing to the finals, and that gives us a final matchup, which is a real dandy here. Coach Eric Taylor against Jimmy Dugan in a League of Their Own. Uh, 
So, fun How, fact before is, we start the debate. Uh, Jim Dugan was a real baseball player who started his career in 1885. Why are bounced we around this? the MLB for care. around three years and hit zero. You don't care. He hit zero. He was a legend. He had bad knees, Rain Man. He also said. won. He, was, he, he also a war hero. He also you piece of shit. As a coach, won zero games that counted. Wow! Oh my god! Oh my jeez! <laughs> that, 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 was, that wasn't what I god. wanted you to say. Oh, uh, Jesus. I, I'm not gonna touch that. Uh, how dare you? She was that game where Kit charge charge no, and then Dottie let go this. of the ball. You were I'm you dead. two are not doing this. I mean, we're going to cut all podcast. that. So. You're not doing this. podcast is going to be like three minutes long at this point. You're not doing this. I, 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 we got uh So let's just start. Rayman, who are you going? Actually, you know what? Capper, who you got here? I'm going with Eric Taylor. Two state championships, two different schools, one state. Incredible. Texas forever. But all, but did you have you considered the, no. how terrible Julie was? I haven't. She broke Matt Saracen's heart. Well, you know what? It's hard. It's part of growing up. It's hard to be a young woman in that situation. That's all I'll say. Did she end up just like staying with the guy who built the habitats for humanity? What happened? I think she her? went to like what Brown. Ugh. Yeah, everyone goes Yikes. to Brown in movies. Fake Ivy. She's there with the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Uh, we are. <laughs> we are. I okay. So. Uh... I'm personally going to go, and I picked against Coach Taylor the entire time. I just, Coach Taylor is fine, but I just think they're better. I love Jimmy Dugan. He's probably my favorite. Uh, I, I think it's pretty yeah, cool that uh, Coach Taylor coach. ended his coaching career after five seasons and now is a movie star. Like, that's pretty sweet. You guys want Eric Taylor, and uh, is, is Eric Taylor a winner here? No, I you the, got, you got the acronym Capper? for the baseball league that was around was the AAGPBL, which is a real thing, the All American Girls Professional Baseball League. They probably should have slimmed that I, down a bit. I vote for Herman Boone. That's not how this works. <laughs> 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 uh. Okay, so you're you don't get a vote. Brain man as <laughs> I'm Coach not Taylor. I'm not. And and I, you know what? By popular decision, the best picture. I'm going Jimmy McGinty from the replacement. Is Coach I'm is Coach Herman Boone. Of Remember the Titans. Congratulations. Uh, a merciful end to our worst <laughs> buffle ever. Uh, uh, shout out to Walter Burns from Mystery Alaska. Got a bunch of random people from small town Alaska to beat the New York Rangers, or come very close to it, anyways. Great movie. You guys should give it a watch. In all, uh, all seriousness, I didn't nominate him because he's a real person based on a real man. But Herman Boone is the best movie, fictional movie character. Agreed. If we're if we're going by the rules that were were strong you know, talked about before. Five minutes before is we that shot recording. is that shot is that shot Chubbs? It's a shot at the producer. It's a shot um, at everyone. And, to be honest. and I will I'm, also I'm say on, Herman uh, on the opposite side of that, the worst coach in movie uh, or television history, fictional wise, um, is Bud Kilmer. Um, just, just such an asshole, movie? racist the, fuck. The, the, the guy for him. the movie? guy from Anaconda. Yeah, the guy from Anaconda. John Boyd, a racist fuck. What? Uh, Costanza drove his car too. <laughs> no love for Sam I, uh, Winters from the program. My, Best my, backdropper of all time. 
Yeah, my uh, my worst coach is every coach that let Airbud play. That's just really irresponsible. <laughs> but he was good. He could ball. Yeah, I don't really, know about that. Bad, it's pretty I felt bad. <laughs> felt bad for the dog. Uh, Seemed like he was having a good time. All right. Well, this was a great use of time, guys. Uh, let's. Uh, we're gonna give one. A uh, morsel of, of sports chat here as we as we head to our exit, and I think uh, Rainman, wanna you want to have some words on uh, Duke basketball's late run here potentially? Oh the well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so this is the best time you can still get a Duke to win it all future at uh, seventy to one. They are one of the three undefeated teams in college basketball, six and zero. Meanwhile, Jalen Johnson is five and eleven. God, that kid. You hate to see him just quitting on the team. But this is kind of actually a good point for Herb Brooks because the Duke basketball team is rallying around the fact that they do not like Jalen Johnson. And it's showing on the court. And this team looks a lot better. They got five McDonald's All-Americans. They might be able to do something here in March. Might be able to do something here in March. Well, they'll definitely have a game or two. They will. Hey, stay positive test next in the month of March. We sleep in uh, May. John Rothstein. I... I think it's just Zags or Baylor. I feel like all the rest is just window dressing. The rest no. of college basketball, like we, you can get excited. It's Michigan looks good. On, Michigan looks I'm really the, good. They can I'm compete. on the complete opposite. Take every team that's ranked ninth or lower to win the championship. You will win hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. You bet on every That's a team. capper guarantee. Maybe thousands. This is going to be a wild. This is going to be the wildest march we've ever seen. Also, remember when I told everyone here to take Kentucky at 50-1 to 1 to win the SEC tournament? Reminder that it only take four or five wins in a row. Uh, all they did was go out last week and beat Tennessee on the road. This Tennessee's team is starting to The Blue Bloods are coming back. It's interesting. They were really bad at the beginning of the year, but uh, I, would, I would. this is the year that you might be able to get some value there. Tennessee's back. Blue Bloods let's, are back. Let, uh, let's, uh, Rick Barnes let's is close bad. this out. Uh, love Rick Barnes. Uh, Capper. What is your uh, least favorite sports movie? The worst movie, sports movie of all time is Draft Day. No, no, no. no. Oh, Draft makes, Day. The Draft oh, Day. Draft Day should... was prescient. That's basically what the Houston Texans are doing now. We, Just wait for we... the final play to come. It's all going to work out now. <laughs> they're already, all away. Come they're already working out deals, but they don't have a first rounder, so that's going to be tough for them. This is, uh, this is working. Honestly, we can probably just do a side episode where we just watch Draft Day and review it together because that, that movie is just a festering piece of shit. Oh my, oh my God.